Action. Oh, do you need subtitles or something? Yeah, I always do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're remote. I don't know. No! Oh, wait. This is because it's a, a thing. Oh, this is just the, the opening of the... Uh... Yeah. Yeah, you can. So, uh... Oh! Hello and welcome! <laughs> welcome, all ye... Who come to... Turkeys? Oh, no, 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 cut that out. Cut You're that stuff, out. Let's call stuff. them jive, jive turkeys. Jive turkeys. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, this is One Foot on the Crown. Yeah, this is Johnny. And this is Ashley. And if you uh, clicked on this, oh, you know that our surprise bonus woo! for Thanksgiving woo, and on, woo, is a Nightmare Before Christmas. Well, Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. What? <clears throat> Is there a different Nightmare Before Christmas? Oh, the no, you're just, you're just, you're doing the same. Tim Burton. Yeah, 1993. Thank you. I totally should have known that. I thought you were going to say it, then you didn't. No, I, I actually forgot. Okay. No, legitimately. No, 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 yeah, that's fine, that's fine, that's fine. I'll remember that, but that's fine for now. So, now, okay. you might be wondering, why, why this one for your Thanksgiving special? Can you tell them why? Uh, John picked it. <laughs> I don't know why he passed that to me. <laughs> the reason is... Is it the turkey in the beginning? Because for me, I always watch it on... How, uh, I'm sorry, on Thanksgiving. Because it's in between Halloween and Christmas. Because technically, this movie is about those two holidays. It was released in October October 13th, just for the record. Excuse me. Um, was that it? <laughs> That's it, we're done. <laughs> you, you, you finalized that note with a hefty burp. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so this is um, a film directed by Henry Selleck, uh-huh. which I'd like to get that out of the way real quick because... A lot of people attribute this film to Tim Burton because his name is his all name over is it. On it. And he designed it and he wrote it, sort of. Well, but he yeah. did not direct this movie. It was directed by the very talented Henry Selleck. Uh, good so I just, job, I like Henry Selleck. Uh, very good job. Yeah. Beautiful film. And oh, yes. when this came out, this was a big deal. Like, it wasn't it? It was. To yes. me, it was. I, I don't know. I feel like it was. I wasn't born yet. That's a joke. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, when? I was like, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> so this, it's stop motion, mm-hmm. which we've, we've had to have talked about stop motion before, right? Oh, well, yeah. Should well, we explain what it is? Have we watched a stop motion film yet? Uh, no, I think we've only watched stop motion films together off air. Off air, okay. Yeah. We both love them, yep. I'm assuming. What are you... <laughs> Why'd you put me in that do. weird corner? <laughs> I do, but I was like, maybe Ashley doesn't actually love them. I don't know. No, no, no. They are... 
I, I really like expression and that's what art is and that's what film is and stop motion is like just another more it's more expression i like it i think I it takes a long time to get one thing like emotion done which so. we're going to talk about that too no go uh, for it. uh i mean this obviously took a long time to make it did have a big production team though um, but I'll just to get it out of the way real quick, I love stop motion mm-hmm. and I would say it's probably my favorite art form. I mean, film is one of my favorite art forms, but I think this is like even more so that because it's just so tangible and amazing. Yeah. Does it's, that make sense? It's also, um, most of the time, like traditionally it's very practical too. Yeah. But a lot of stop motion today, like has like a mixture of stop motion and CGI. You yeah. know, like the the flames on him right here, is it? Um, or was it? The Am flames were probably post. Yeah, so that that's, was not that's what though. I'm that water about. was yeah. not post production. Ooh, I thought that was incredible. I was like, what? yeah, like that water there, I could totally that's tell. That's definitely practical. Yeah. Uh, the flames, I, I'm sure it's animated, but I don't think it's computer generated. Because I don't think the computer generation stuff was s- that strong at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually not sure about the fire. Yeah. I don't know how they did that. I mean, unless they just did have a fire there, and because of the way that you film stop motion, it would have looked like flames anyway. Yeah, because fire is. Because fire is. Is like already that. erratic. It's already yeah. erratic. But uh, the the juicy flow of the water. Who? <laughs> <laughs> this Why? When, like when they had a close up and it was kind of moving yeah. the surface, it was actually just a disc that was being moved around. Oh, okay. So it was actually. That, that um, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of weird things about the making of this film. Go ahead. Well, I mean. <laughs> I I mean. All right. So I know that. Uh, Danny Elfman is... He's the uh, singing voice of right, Jack he, Skellington. He wasn't supposed to be. No. He he had written it... He had performed He had performed the music without a script, right? Just like an I idea without, so. a, without like a full well, there, actual there script. Well, there was... Because Tim... Uh, or a finalized Originally, script, Tim Burton wrote this as a spoof on The Nightmare... Or not The Night... The, the Night Before Christmas, the poem. Yeah. And he rewrote it mm-hmm. and illustrated it and then eventually wanted to make it into a film. And that's what he had. Now, just to get all those technical things out of the way real quick before you go on with Danielle. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so what happened, what, what happened was Tim Burton worked for Disney at the time that he came up with the idea for this. Mm-hmm. So obviously they own it. That, that was the <laughs> thing. Like, he basically did not... I don't think he realized that. So when he brought it to them while he worked for them, he's like, uh, well, I have this idea. And they were like, oh, yeah, no, absolutely not. No, we're not doing that. And he's like, well, then I would like to bring it to somebody else. And they're like, well, no, because we own it. Oh, sorry, kid. And I, I honestly don't know exactly how he got it made. Like, I, or what changed their mind. I'm not sure. It might have been... Uh, actually, now that I think about it, maybe it could have been the success of his other films. Maybe. That they finally were like... Beetlejuice was before this. Beetlejuice was, yeah, 80... 89. 
No, 87. And then Batman was 89. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then that's with right. Batman under his belt, I'm pretty sure he could probably do just about anything. <laughs> and he did do, because in 90, 1990, he did Edward Scissorhands, right? He did a lot right then. Yeah. Because somewhere in there was Ed Wood, and then 1992, he did Batman Returns, and then, of course, this came out in 93. But this was in production, obviously, for a long time. So it's like this was happening while he was doing other projects. Yeah. So besides all that, so go on with Danny Elfman. Oh, um, it was just that he he was just given like a rough idea of what the script was going to be, mm-hmm. and he just started writing out like a bunch of songs and whatever, and he was singing it, and it wasn't he wasn't performing the music with the intention of being the the singing voice of Jack Skellington mm-hmm. because he was performing all of them, all the, yeah, all the did, characters. Yeah. Like, Which is because, what a composer you know, does yeah. when they write a musical. Yeah, it, it, was, it was concept. Um, and then I'm pretty sure it was Tim Burton who was like, oh no, it's, we're, we're just going to keep that. Yeah, you're, <laughs> yeah, it's you're just good. You. It's yeah. Which yeah, he you is You are good. the voice. He yes. is the, that is, I mean, it would be hard to think of somebody else singing this. Yeah. It would be very weird. Now, the, the voice of, speaking voice of Jack Skellington is Sarandon. I uh, can't remember his first name. Susan Sarandon. It's Susan Sarandon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, I can't remember his first name. Oh, shit. What was that? John. I flung something off the couch. So, uh, oh, now, Zero. It's, by the way, it's Chris Sarandon. Chris Sarandon. Yeah. Okay, thank you. I don't know if he's related to Susan, but he's uh, known for his voice acting. Uh, from... From what? What else did he do? I don't know. <laughs> I just know that he's known for that. Well, John. Like, that's probably why he was cast as Jack in this. Well, he was also in The Princess Bride and Fright Night, by the way, in Child's Play. Okay, so he's known for his acting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tales I mean, it's just like, you Okay, know. fine. He's an actor. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, voice actors are still actors. Yes, true. Now, Zero, because you were talking about CGI's and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Zero. Zero is not uh, optically added later. He was animated at the same time mm-hmm. off screen, but he was, they used an old film technique like were we were talking about long? before, where it's yeah. like a, a mirror situation. Mm-hmm. Where they're filming, they're animated him off frame somewhere, and then it combines with the image... On this, we talked about that with a movie recently. What was that? Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, me it's kind of like front projection. Yeah. But be and because, because if you, how am I going to say that? So like, say it right, John. Stanley Kubrick, it would have been like the backdrop, like the the screen behind the actors would have been made of a certain material that would have picked up the screen in the front projection. But if you do it this way with the glass or whatever it is that they use, then it's going to look transparent. Yes. Because it's not being picked up by a specific thing. It's just floating there, which is obviously what they wanted. So <laughs> that's how he was animated. So he is actually animated while, like, right then, at the same time. It wasn't added later. Yeah. Um, Sally Tell is voiced Sally. by Catherine O'Hara. Susan Sarandon? No. Susan Sarandon is not in this film. What? 
<laughs> she is, however, Tell the me. spider in James and the Giant Peach, which was uh, done by Henry Selleck later. Did you know I loved that movie? Catherine O'Hara was in Beetlejuice. Of course she was. Catherine O'Hara is a national treasure, and I fucking love her. Shit's Creek, hello. <laughs> Can't we talk about that? I mean, briefly, but yeah. I mean, go ahead, go ahead and talk about it. Shit's Creek, have you not seen that? No, seriously, have you? Have you not? Have I've you? seen like an episode. <gasps> no, you've got to binge it. Binge it now. The final season is, uh, is coming that... out soon. Oh, like season six? Yeah. Okay. Like they're, they're, they're done. Well, they're <laughs> it's right very off. sad. They've already oh. wrapped filming and everything. Um, Good for them. No, I mean, definitely you know what? It's a brilliant show. Does Netflix syndicate? You can't, no. right? It's already syndicated. Yeah. Well, I mean, not because, like, there's not a production company that's, like, or a network that's playing it. Yeah. But, you know. They get their money somehow. Right. <laughs> somehow. Maybe continued plays. Isn't that why they picked up Arrested Development? Probably, yeah. how often people were playing yeah. the first... Well, seasons? I think, honestly, do you know what's funny? Friends on Netflix is a big deal, too. And I'm pretty sure they're doing a reunion special. It was it was a huge deal at the time before Netflix was known for their original content. Like, I'm pretty sure they still had, like, Orange is the New Black and House of Cards and such. Uh, but it wasn't, like, you know, like, Daredevil and Jessica Jones and whatever. Um, so when they they declined picking up Seinfeld. Which and Hulu got, right? Hulu got Seinfeld, yeah. Uh, in in favor of like getting friends later. Mm-hmm. Because both were very expensive. Yeah. Uh, but And that's a David Schwimmer money. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, Oh, drinks. We forgot to talk about our drinks. You uh, clinked it earlier and I you, did while here, you were talking. Let's give a Thanksgiving. Merry Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving to you. That didn't All sound right. good. There you go. Excellent. Merry Thanksgiving to you. I want a Merry Thanksgiving to you. And a Merry Thanksgiving to all of you out there. Yes, clink, 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 clink. Clink, 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 But not in the way that we took over somebody else's territory. We don't do that. We didn't do that. And that's not what we're celebrating. We personally We're celebrating Tim Burton's The Night Before Christmas, directed by Henry Selick. Poltergeist. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's going to be like. <laughs> Poor old Henry. Poltergeist directed by Toby Hooper. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, we are going into this already with the... That shot is so fucking good. When he grabs the doorknob on the... It's an ornament. And the ornament. Yeah, tell people the story of the Nightmare Before Christmas. I was just about to say, like, I, uh, it's safe to assume that a lot of people have seen this. Mm, sure, but but we have a lot of we case. have a lot of listeners outside the country, outside of our country. Oh yeah, so maybe. Well, this is a huge fucking. This is one of those like you were talking about where. Even if you haven't seen it, you definitely uh, know what the fuck is going yeah, on. Yeah, I can kind of. Um, Tim Burton's Nightmare Before my way Christmas shit is. Yeah. Everywhere, I mean, I can't in America. I can't, it, well, in America, that's true. Uh, I can't go anywhere without seeing Jack Skellington's fucking face on something throughout the day. <laughs> in fact, true. I saw or rear even view his mirror. My rear view mirror. I was in the car today, mm-hmm. literally today, earlier today, and I was driving home from a flea market, 
And behind me, this woman had dice in her uh, mirror that had Jack Skellington's face on every side of the dice. And I was like... Just Jack? Not Sally? No, just Jack. Or the... What, what are the three kids? Lock, Shock, and Barrel. Yeah, I love them. Which, uh... That song that they sing, um, Kidnap Mr. Sandy Claus, is, like, perfect. Oh, I love it. Catherine O'Hara is one of those voices, too. Oh, love she her. She plays the witch. She is a treasure. Which I can't remember which one it is. Lock, Sock, or Barrel, I can't remember. But, um... They're, uh, three-piece... Suit. They're a three-piece suit, uh, but she does a singing voice for that too. I yeah. can't. I think she does a singing voice for Sally as well. Didn't she do like stage performances? Well, of uh, course, she's with, very talented. With her voice, yeah, she's she's with her throat. She's been known for the singing. Um, so basically, the premise of the Nightmare Before Christmas is Jack Skellington is the king of the Pumpkin King of Halloween. Halloween Town. Halloween Town. And he... Well, of Halloween. Well, yeah. Yeah, they sell... They work all year to celebrate Halloween, and that's... They make the best Halloween ever. Every... You know, they have to top themselves every year. And Jack basically is kind of bored with Halloween. Yeah, with being the king. He's like, I'm tired of the same bullshit all the fucking time. All Halloween, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So he goes off into the forest kind of like contemplating his life and existence or non-existence, I guess. He's dead. But, uh... Well, but he has an existence, I guess. But he, uh... And he happens upon uh, part of the woods that has this weird circle of trees that have doors to other holidays. So there's Thanksgiving, there's Easter, there's Christmas, Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, there's a there's an Easter egg, a turkey, a pumpkin, like or jack o' lantern Mm -hmm. rather, a Christmas tree. Isn't there a fifth one? I feel like there is. I can't think of what it is though. Man, what's the holiday? What are the holidays? I don't even know. I mean. (laughs) Arbor Day, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) It's a boat. I don't know what Arbor Day is. <laughs> Trees, right? I don't know, maybe. Well, um, that would that would be all of them. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so he opens up the shiny, pretty one with the Christmas tree, uh, which the doorknob, which we were talking about, uh, is very beautifully complicated camera because, like I said, it's all in camera. It's not digitally altered later because that wasn't really a thing. St. Patrick's Day and Valentine's Day. There you go. There they are. Yeah, there was a the three-leaf clover yeah. and a heart. Yep. Yep. Now that you mention it. Yeah. Yep. I remember the clover. Oh, one of those is my birthday. I'll let you guess. Probably the one you made a big deal about. Yeah, because you forgot it, even though we hung out every year and did like a thing every year on my birthday and you just thought we were celebrating a holiday. People well, brought me gifts, We John. celebrate you all the time. <laughs> I don't see why we should have a special day for it. <laughs> I'm celebrating you right now on Thanksgiving. And you know what? I'm celebrating you. Oh, oh, it's cling again. And you needed to do that. There you go. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so anyway, so Jack finds the Christmas town. Uh-huh. He sings a whole song about it. What's this? What's this? Yeah, I can't well, leave my eyes. Jack, yeah, Jack only knows, like, frights and horrors, and so he goes into a town You could believe it. People were dreaming of sugar plums. Yeah, <laughs> and not there was Google. there was also snow. Like the the oh, world yeah. was alive. Yeah, yeah, and his world is literally dead. Dead. Yeah. Hmm. So he got so excited, and he wants basically to, to share to, to share sh- this excitement. Share this excitement with his friends. 
And uh, meanwhile, in Halloween Town, they're all freaking out because Jack is missing. Mm-hmm. And um, what do we got to do? Jack is missing. Halloween is a whole year away. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we That's just true. celebrated they the day before. <laughs> they do kind of freak out. They, they freak out unnecessarily. Yeah. But um, now, Sally is a rag doll that was invented and brought to life <clears throat> by the uh, professor mm-hmm. who's in a wheelchair. And uh, he created her for his purposes, like to serve him. Yeah, it's gross. It's kind of gross. So he's it's a gross. dick. He's he's like a creepy and he's old really gross. professor, and she's like a young hot thing. <laughs> she's barely twenty one. Uh, those are lyrics to a print song. Okay. I assumed. Okay, uh, so. And she basically finds a way to uh, put Nightshade into his meals so that she can sneak out mm-hmm. and get away from him all the time. She does he it all the time. So often that it's like. And she eventually comes back because you know Stockholm syndrome and all that kind of shit. But uh, <laughs> oh, I thought he just captured her. I made you. I can end you. Yeah, that kind of shit. Yeah. So anyway, but she is in love with Jack. Mm-hmm. Uh, secretly, like a secret little crush she spies on him in when he's singing to himself in the graveyard. To be fair, everyone's in love with Jack, even the mayor. Yeah, everybody's fucking in love with Jack. Yeah. The witches all want to touch his bits and pieces. Oh, yeah. It's like a lot. Yeah. Now, oh, I wanted to say, I have actually seen a lot of the sets for this um, in real life. Oh, look at you. I did. And I was so excited about it because it was unexpected. Like, because um, you, uh, oh, ah, my brain, words. Tell me. <laughs> uh, Hollywood Studios in uh, Disney okay. World. In Florida? Uh, in Florida. Used to have a ride. They actually recently got rid of it completely and fucking bullshit. Uh, it was a studio backlot tour. And you would go on this tram thing. They would take you in the back lot. You would see, like, where they had all the fake facades for shows. Like, the Golden Girls facade was there. And I don't know where the fuck it is now. Like, wouldn't it be nice if we knew? Because now it's Toy Story Land. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So they had the Flight of the Navigator ship out there. Mm -hmm. With the door open and with the door closed. Because they had to have both. Yeah. Uh, do you know what that is? No. Oh, Flight of the Navigator is an old Disney film that we were obsessed with as kids. So good. And it was about an alien spacecraft that a boy came across and learned how to fly. <clears throat> and so forth and so on. Good film. Uh, Disney Plus. It's on Disney Plus. I'll have to check it out. Yes, you will. Uh, so... <laughs> anyway, so, uh... Anyway, so the Studio Backlot Tour. So at the end of the tour, they would drop you off, you know, as they always do, near the gift shop. But before the gift shop, they would have a, a museum, like a small museum that had, like, props from films and shit like that. And it would always change, which I did not know that. <laughs> so the first time I went, because we did not know that that was there, and we never went on that ride because either it was always closed for the weather or because it was outside, like... Yeah. If it was rainy, you're not going to go on that. Um, so we just never went on it. And then normally it was just kind of like a thing that we just never did. So anyways, we randomly went on it one day. We get to the museum. And the very first thing when you go through the doors 
is the sets from the Nightmare Before Christmas were all set up right there. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was... Di- and we were there forever because of that. Of course you were. Um, I was... Oh my gosh. Well, it was right after this... It had to have been right after this came out. Oh, really? So I would say like 95, maybe? You were 95 years old no. when you saw it? Oh, no, it was 1995. <laughs> I would have no, been like awful. 15, maybe, or something. Okay. So, um, and it was fascinating. It was fascinating because there was scotch tape holding parts of it together. Because it's it's just cardboard and whatever yeah. else. It's I mean, obviously on screen, they don't show you that. They right. filmed the good parts, but that's what, that's why we were there for the longest time because I had to see everything. I was like, I need to see all the scotch tape. That, that sounds very it much was in character. Amazing. They had all of his faces for all his expressions in like this big, um, framed shadow box. So mm-hmm. it had all of his expressions in there because they'd have to, they have to replace yeah. his head for every single motion motion or expression or whatever. Well, and yeah, it's he, like, it's even the, the action to the expression. Yeah. Yeah. And when he's talking, like, yeah. hi there, I am Jack. You know what I mean? Like, his mouth has to move. And his face is so expressive that they'd have to have a different head for every single, literally every single frame. Mm-hmm. So there was a box full of his heads. <laughs> It was amazing. Anyway, and they also had Madonna's dress from Dick Tracy. <laughs> and it was spectacular. Was it also held together by scotch tape? It was not. <laughs> it was on a mannequin. It was lovely. And that is the craziest thing to me because Madonna is a very small lady. Yeah? Which, I mean, obviously... Like short? Short, yeah. She's a very small lady. Like, she's probably five foot something. Like, well... <laughs> I'm five foot eight, so she had to be shorter than me. I don't know. I'm I mean, this isn't that terrible. I don't know how tall Madonna is. No clue. Oh, there you say how tall you are. <laughs> I know how tall Prince is. I don't know how. But I, I find that weird that I don't know how tall Madonna ask is. Ask her. Hit up the Instagram. Hey, and ask her, uh, Madonna. What is your height? Uh, what's and her she's height? like, check Wikipedia. She's like, <laughs> Google it, fucker. <laughs> I don't have time for you. I Why am I answering three. this? <laughs> <laughs> I would say five three or five four. Yeah. Probably. Like my height. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very, I mean, but that's, I never thought about that. Because to me, Madonna's like this big figure in my life that is taller than life. And then when I saw her dress, I was like, holy shit, Madonna's small. What? What? She's shorter than me. What? Did you expect Madonna to be taller than you? I did. For some reason, I always, I always imagine I'd look up to her if I ever saw her. Well, her shoes. I probably would. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, um... So Jack wants to bring uh, Christmas to Halloween Town. He wants to do that instead of Halloween. Yeah, because you know, because it's, it's new, fresh. it's different. He yeah. has to convince everybody. So he basically gives them what they want in the end and says, "There's this terrifying man named Sandy Claus," and uh, they all love it and they think it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. So they want to do Christmas, which was not the point. And now Jack wants to do scientific experiments to figure out what Christmas is. And it's fantastic because all of this animation is beautiful. And I've always wanted his damn chair. Can I please have Jack's chair? I want the chair from Beetlejuice. That would be fine, too. 
A Catherine O'Hara's chair. Which one? The one that wasn't actually a chair, the one that was a sculpture. Oh, you think it should be a chair, which is very disrespectful to her art. Uh, But that's fine. It's called repurposing. (laughs) Repurpose that. (laughs) That chair. I want that chair. Oh, that's actually a really pretty chair. I love the cushions. I love the shape of it. I love that it's... It looks really thin. It looks like my butt would hang off of it, though. It my butt is not as is small also, as Jack Skellington's. It's also a um, a wheelie chair. What do you call that? Like a... A chair with wheels on it? Like a desk chair. Yeah. Like, that's Jack's desk chair, which I'm like, it's just so fancy. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it would be heavy if you made, like... A replica IRL. It looks like it would oh, be. Oh God! It would be like it would weigh like eighty wood, pounds for sure. It's like rich people. Oh, I furniture. thought it was metal. Either oh, either way. Both. It's probably both. It's a little bit of metal, a little bit of wood, a little bit of cushion, <laughs> a little bit of good, <laughs> a little bit of good, a little bit of bad. Had a few spiders in there. You have. Sally's gonna make a little picnic for her and Jackie. Mm-hmm. I love her sewing machine with a spider. So cute. Oh, I never noticed that. Um, now, what she's going to do here is she <laughs> she gets herself a basket with all the necessities, including a... Uh, a sewing kit? Sewing kit. So she can fling herself out of the window. Very suicidal looking. Yeah, I hated that. This movie scared me as a kid. I can, I can kind of see that. And one of the things that got to me was... This, where Sally jumps out the window and she's got her her leaves, her innards are everywhere, but her innards are in the form of uh, well, she's like a rag doll. fall leaves. Yeah, yeah. But then you know she sews herself back together, but it's still it's still. I was like, oh, that's gotta hurt. Look at it. It's to, to me as a child, it was just as gory. <laughs> I can see that. Um, but it was, the same goes for Oogie Boogie. Yeah, when, Oogie was kind of when he comes yeah. apart. I'm like, no, not now again. Now they had different versions of how he would actually go. Yeah, like that. That was not the original way that he was going to be destroyed, like filled with bugs. It was oh. he was going to melt or something weird, hmm. and they did have like weird sculpted things that they were gonna but it didn't work oh, okay <clears throat> so they did the the bugs instead Ugh. bugs were still terrible i bet that took a lot of work too to have like all those bugs like running out oh i can't even imagine yeah the the doorknob though that was their most difficult shot one of them yeah, yeah. there's some in here that are pretty intense like as far as technique yeah well like, no that was the one that they had oh like, the, yeah, yeah yeah that they had listed as the most <clears throat> difficult well, yeah, because like, they had boogie, to get the boogie. Is it? Oh, because they had to get the camera. Yeah, they had to get the angle and the reflection. The angle right, and the yeah. reflection just right, so that you didn't see a camera. Mm-hmm. Which is, it's so good, and that's what I'm saying. Like, this is all practical. It's not like yeah. nowadays where Kubo and the two strings or whatever. There's lots of computer generated touch ups or whatever. Yeah, which is not bad. I'm not saying that's. Uh, it's still a lot of work. It's still a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah it is. In fact, I feel like it's more work to do it the way that they're doing it now. Like I think uh, Paranorman, they do the face w- with like these. Um, they have like knobs and stuff. Oh, cool! But the way that they do it, there's actually like. Um, it's like armatures, but in the face. There's armatures in the face, but they have it so that. I'm trying to figure out how to say this. There's parts of his face that are obvious. 
that they're mechanical, mm-hmm. but then in post-production, they cover all those up. Oh. So, so they, you don't see the lines. What, of, what is that? What is that called in, like, modeling? Where they, is it just touch-ups? I would, yeah, probably. Yeah. Like, where, where you they, don't where they see the lines like, of... Yeah, yeah, it's like they're removing Paranorman's wrinkles. Yes, they're de-wrinkling <laughs> yeah. Paranorman. <laughs> yeah, what, what did you call that for? Um... Airbrushing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yes, airbrushing. Yeah. But what what was that? What was that you called it for Sex in the City? What did they have? What an airbrush budget. Yeah, an airbrush. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Which RuPaul has always said ever since the beginning. <laughs> always have <laughs> an airbrush budget. <laughs> um. So, uh, the knob scene, of course, beautiful, but the one that always got me was the, um, it's so gorgeous. It's when he, uh, lands in the cemetery after being shot down out of the sky as Santa Claus. And (laughs) he is laying on the grave, the angel, on her book, Mm -hmm. and the camera is spinning around him. Mm. And it's so amazing. And, you know, if you, it's, it's one of those things like we're talking about with Citizen Kane where you're kind of taking it for granted because you've seen this kind of shit. But then right. if you think about the logistics of that. Yeah, and how difficult like, it was to Holy be the shit, first. that's hard yeah. to do that. And this was the first time yeah. that it was done like this. So um, when that guy did that, it took him three months to do that one shot. Three months. And if you messed up in the middle of it, you had to start over. Like, you couldn't, you know what I mean? Like, because it was on film, it wasn't, like, digital, like, nowadays. Like, now, you would use a digital camera, probably, to take each frame. But this was when they actually had film in the camera. Yeah, and the the Matrix was also the first to do the Matrix scene. Similar, but not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, They they had, like, a bunch of cameras going around Keanu Reeves. Yes. um, As he was falling to capture... To capture it at every angle so that they can capture him falling down in slow, slow motion. motion. Yeah. Like nowadays. But yeah, now people just do it. They just <laughs> yeah. do it or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like it's whatever. just like a digital like add-in. Yeah, digital add-in. Okay. Now, but back then, but back then, but back then they didn't have that. So you, right. They had to, they had to have like 130 cameras. Yeah. And for this, they had to have like. If you fucked up, you had to... You had to start over. Start over. You had to put new film in the camera. You had to, you know, yeah. set the whole thing up. And um, film costs money. Yeah, it does. That's like when... Uh, oh, I don't want to talk about it. Never mind. It's a fun fact from A League of Their Own, but I'll save it for A League of Their Own. <laughs> yeah, nobody's going to remember it. You think? Maybe. I'll just steal it for my fun fact later. <laughs> uh, they used so much film... Uh, for the making of that movie, because mm-hmm. of all the baseball scenes, they had to film a lot to get the right. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like, yeah, they're actually playing actually, baseball, like you know, like so, to throw the ball, the, catch, catch the, the ball, ball and to, hit the ball. Yeah, yeah, to make sure that they got it all the went stuff to they the needed. right person. Yeah. yeah, so they they basically had to shoot so much footage that Kodak sent them a case of wine because they had spent <laughs> so much money on their film. <laughs> And that's the thing, like, with a film like that, like, it's not like, uh, how do you say that? Like, well, I mean, that would be just a thing nowadays where digital would make so much more sense economically. My beverage got better as I drank it. Did Maybe it really? that the same for alcohol? For, like, all alcoholic beverages? Probably. No. 
Oh, here they are. Lock, mm. shock, and barrel. Oh, for those of you who don't know, um, John E. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about what yeah. we drank in the last episode either. Then. No, last episode. If, I we mean, failed if to do a bunch of things the last episode. <laughs> yeah, we didn't talk about the budget or uh, other stuff. So the, so the budget for 12 Angry Men was 340000 The gross, the total gross was $2 million, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I had a Maduro. <laughs> Johnny had a... Uh, oh, you have what you're having right now. You had a mule. Mule, yeah. So Johnny has a mule now, and I had a... Russian, Some a Russian. white Russian situation where it was a vodka, heavy cream, cinnamon, and a cinnamon liqueur. And it was good, y'all. It's done now. Now I have to tinker with... Oh, no! They're crossing their fingers! Oh, shit! Lock, stock, and barrel are sent to go kidnap Sandy Claus, which they're about to sing about. And uh, Jack is like, don't you damn get Oogie Boogie involved! And, of course... They're going to fucking throw him to Oogie Boogie as soon as possible. Now, who is Oogie Boogie in the whole cultural ecosystem of I don't know, this world? Honestly, he's just the bad guy. Yeah, he's kind of like the scummy dude. He's of like Halloween the, Town, the right? mafia of Halloween Town. He, he's just he's like, a he's like man I too. like bad things. I don't want to do the fun of it. I'm not trying to showboat it. I just like doing bad. Yeah, he just, he, he, all, all bad, all day. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's kind of a gambling he's like a man. He's like a gross, he is a gambling man. Yeah, he, he deals, he deals with vices. Whereas other people seem to be having good, clean fun. He's more of like the type of person who would burn ants with a magnifying glass. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's a serial killer. Ooh, yeah. So yeah, that's Captain O'Hara, the witch. Mm-hmm. And she Perfect. is doing that singing voice. I believe it. It's so cute. It is. But I like... Oh, yeah. And the shadows for Oogie Boogie. Love mm-hmm. it. Animated. Mm-hmm. Cell animation. Actually, it, would be, uh, it wouldn't be cell animated. It would be... Um, maybe. Well, maybe it was. Either that or it was a paper cutout with a light behind it. Maybe. One of the two. I would, I would have guessed cell animation. I would have guessed that too. He definitely was for the beginning in the when he was on the moon. Oh, okay. That was cell animated. Yes. <clears throat> but these shadows, it could be actual they shadows. They also give Oogie Boogie sacrifices. <laughs> Just well, and Oogie Boogie, yeah. Spoiler is made of bugs. Yeah, but oh, he, we already he, said that. Yeah, but he eats bugs. He also like eats they, bugs. They yeah. sacrifice other bugs I love to like make him bigger. I guess so. Yeah. Is it weird that she kind of looks like Sarah Jessica Parker? That's really funny. And you're only saying that because she has a massive nose. No, I was thinking the eye makeup. (laughs) (laughs) It's raccoon makeup. Well, it's like that's when she gets made up as a model for this runway in Sex and the City. And she looks ridiculous. Which Kevin Aquan did that makeup, and I was like, um, Kevin? Ooh. Because <laughs> I thought she looked prettier in other parts of the episode where she wasn't wearing makeup. And I was oh. like, oh, shit. I mean, that happens a lot. But that's like a, we were, t- me and a friend were talking about that. Like, it's it's like, a, like drag queens, you do your makeup for a specific kind of lighting. 
It's not like you're yeah. doing your drag makeup to go out in the middle of the day and go to Walmart. Or oh, something. that like, would be way That would different. be horrifying. <laughs> That'd be like, uh, what's on your face? <laughs> There's a bunch of stuff on your face. <clears throat> yeah, or stage makeup. Stage makeup is very yeah thick exaggerated and, and yeah. yeah. And that's what I was thinking because when I googled her image, like to give him a little, I can't remember what it was. I was trying to indicate that that's what I thought something looked like or whatever. And I googled it, and all the images looked pretty good. And I realized it's because yeah, with the runway lighting, she did look fine. Like that's the point of that makeup. But when you saw her up close in the behind the scene, like backstage before she went on the big lighted stage, it didn't look so great. And I was like, oh, God. Well, yeah, but you also didn't want her to go on stage and look so flat. No. Yeah. Well, which she fell flat on her face. So it was, she was fashion roadkill. It was the best thing ever. <laughs> so uh, anyway, so Sally, yeah, she's. She loves Jack. She escaped to go see him again, and Jack wants her to make his Sandy Claus outfit. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, you're good at sewing, right? I've seen you sew your body parts back together. Yeah, I've seen that. I yeah. love it. I think it's great. Um, also, we we haven't talked about... But also, she's definitely interested in him, but right now, he's only like treating her platonically. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't... He's not he snapping to it yet. Yeah. He hasn't quite gotten there. Uh... Now, stop motion animation. <clears throat> let's let's talk about that for a minute, because this particular film, kind of, uh, what, what what would you say? It kind of, I wouldn't. I don't know how to say this. Like, I mean, obviously, this kind of animation had been done in the past. Ray Harryhausen did this a lot. He used armatures, which was not always the way that stop motion was done normally it's done with like a wire armature or something inside clay or whatever yeah and so you'd see like all these ridiculous kind of like gumby or something like if you don't know what gumby is you could probably look that up but um no 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 gumby is a putty dude who's definitely just putty and wire yeah he's a character that was on a tv show and they would do that because if because he would transform into things. So he yeah. would like blop back down like into a Alex ball or Mack. something. And then come back up and be a Gumby again. Yeah. So they could do that with clay, but you couldn't really do that with like an armature situation. But that, well, but, it wouldn't be as easy. Yeah. yeah. But armatures, like Ray Harryhausen kind of... St- well, actually, it goes further back than Harryhausen, I think. I think, um, I want to say... Jan Schwenkmir, I am probably saying that completely wrong, but I'm still not exactly sure how to say his name. But he's a um, Czechoslovakian okay. animator. He is brilliant. And if you haven't seen any of his done? stuff, uh, well, nothing that anybody has seen. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have because I'm a nerd, but um, he, he influenced a lot of the stop motion animators after him actually maybe Ray Harryhausen I would say him and Harryhausen are probably around the same time starting with the animation stuff with the amateurs especially or armatures um it's a ball <laughs> with amateur armatures armature, <laughs> amateur armatures uh it's ball joint kind of thing so you know like you'd have like a skeleton underneath the puppet that you made out of like a rubber 
or well a lot of the times it would be like uh, fabrics or something like that like with Ray Harryhausen it would have been the armatures that he made like with the ball joints Mm -hmm. Um, and he would cover it with like maybe a styrofoam or not a styrofoam uh, what do you call that like a what was Yoda made out of like a some kind of foam uh it's some kind of it's some kind of foam but and it's not a very long lasting thing like after you make the movie it's basically disintegrated or it will disintegrate yeah. over time. Like, have you ever seen an original Yoda puppet? It doesn't look very good because it's, <laughs> it ages. it's aging bad. <laughs> um, but anyway, so he kind of, like, they both kind of, like, in their own worlds, they kind of built up this uh, technique for animating puppets with the armatures. And then obviously... Um, well, Jan Schwenkmeer and Ray Harryhausen kind of did that a lot. And Ray Harryhausen mostly did it for monsters in live-action films. So he wasn't making an entire stop-motion film. He would just do the monsters for... Like Godzilla, except not Godzilla, because it wasn't a guy in a suit. Lame. <laughs> Shut up. Ray Harryhausen is not lame. Um, and some of the films that he worked on was like... Um, uh, Clash of the Titans, the original one, or Jason the Argonauts, um, the seventh voyage of Sinbad, most of those old Sinbad movies, um, 20 million miles to earth, you know, that kind of stuff. But yeah. he would also do like the optical effects and all the, all the special effects where Harry has them come up with how to do it for those films. <clears throat> and he was a huge influence for Tim Burton. And then that's how basically Tim Burton would come in later and be like, well, what about... Well, actually, Tim Burton, obviously Henry Selleck, too, because we can't forget that Henry Selleck actually directed this movie. But they were both obviously influenced by the work of Harryhausen and Jan Schwenkmeer, but also the brothers Quay, who were working at the same time. And they were doing a lot of, like, refining the techniques of using the armatures for movement. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like they were they were kind of like sophistication making it more sophisticated. Like how can we do this and how can we use camera techniques with it? Like focusing and uh, movement, like actually having a panning camera or a tracking shot in an animated film. Those were new things that they were working on and Tim Burton obviously saw those and was like, "Well, we could do this. We could make a whole animated feature in stop motion." Yes. Like, full length. So, that's what they did. And so this was a big deal when it came out, because it was kind of the first of its kind. Yeah, didn't he originally want, like, envision it as, like, a... Is it a TV series or a TV special? Probably a TV special. Yeah. I would say. Like a small little... Yeah. And I mean, this well, isn't very Well, because that long. is a tradition yeah. for holidays was like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer yeah. or that kind of stuff. Which also, those an- shouldn't dis- discredit those animators because they did a great I job. I love those. Yeah. I love those. I've got, um, I've got one of those on Blu-ray. You have Rudolph the Red-Nosed So do I. Don't, don't, don't come in here looking at my Blu-rays and acting like you know exactly. <laughs> wow, man. So. Whenever I'm not talking, he's looking at my Blu-rays. It's the truth. <laughs> I'm not even in the room. <laughs> I'm shouting from across the apartment. You can just take it with you. Take the mic. Yeah, I travel with my mic. That'd be cool. We need to get headsets. We need to be like Janet Jackson. 
<laughs> you just were are always looking for a hands-free way I to always, record and dance. Yeah, I want to be Janet Jackson. I'm 40, but I still feel like and I could probably And 40 and thriving? Yeah. I'm 40 and thriving. Yeah, that sounds awful. Uh, so, anyway, so... Um, anyway, a lot of influence. But I was going to say, at the time that this came out, me and my friend um, Joey, we would stay up and watch... Um, like late night MTV mm-hmm. and specifically like a headbangers ball bash and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. we could see like mostly because we were trying to see the tool videos that would come out, which <laughs> yes. are amazing. And they were all uh, directed by one of the band members. I can't remember which one. I feel bad about that. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> please look him up. Cause I can't uh-huh. remember who it is. Um, and he actually has worked on a lot of films like as an animator. And in fact, I want to say he might have had something to do with this one. Like he might have been employed. Maybe. But I can't guarantee that. Uh, but anyway, me and so me and Joey would sit and watch those all the time. Or try to, you know, whenever we could catch them. And Adam Jones? we freaking love... That sounds right. Who is it? Adam Jones? Yes. Hold on, I'm looking at his other work. Yeah. Oh, nope. That is not the same person. That's definitely who it is. This guy here? That baseball player? That is not him. No, no, no. I meant Adam <laughs> Jones is the name, I think. Yeah, no. I, I found a different Adam Jones when I was looking up. I don't like Bob. There should be one. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm sure he had a respectable career. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the other Adam Jones is fine. Um, anyway, so when we saw trailers for this, me and Joey were like, what the fuck? And we automatically thought that it was the Tool people. <laughs> we were just like, oh my God, Tool made a movie. That's fantastic. <laughs> Until we realized like other things, obviously. But, but we were so excited to see this. And we, we saw it. Well, he worked on Terminator 2. That sounds... Edward Scissorhands, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. That was, yeah, that was what it was. That's probably what you were really thinking That's about. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, because yeah. he was working on oh, the... Batman Returns, um, Predator 2, Dances with Wolves. He's done night... a lot of stuff. It's not a Nightmare Before Christmas, but it's called Ghostbusters, Pet Cemetery. My word. He's done... Wow. He's done a lot of stuff. Nightmare on Elm Street, Return of the Living Dead. I own, like, a lot of these movies. If not... He's a talented dude. I don't own Pet Cemetery, But the others. <laughs> but yeah, he, um... What am I saying? I lost it. You did. Yeah, he was working on the dinosaurs. for Because um, originally, for Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. uh, Steven Spielberg was going to have stop-motion dinosaurs. And they did a whole lot of tests. Like, you can see them on the, the special features of the Blu-ray. Um, they have them on there. The original stop-motion tests for the dinosaurs. And they're pretty fucking good. They would have... Hopefully they would have been more sophisticated in the final product. Because <laughs> they were very, they were very like Ray Harryhausen kind of. Yeah. Movie. But they were beautifully done. Mm-hmm. I would have still watched that a hundred percent. I would have been totally down for that. But then Spielberg realized what CGI could do, and was like, "Oh, well, we can do that." <laughs> and then of course he did, and 
I mean, we haven't done that movie on our podcast yet, but that was a Jurassic huge Park. deal. Yes. I love Jurassic Park. I still do. I still think it holds up pretty well, too. I said it in well, the too. present tense, John. But I will say, like, when I saw that in the theater, when, like, when I left the theater, I literally was like, holy shit, there are dinosaurs. <laughs> like, I was convinced that dinosaurs were somewhere on this earth, and he used them for that film. Well, because yeah. it was have you so seen, fucking real. Have you seen that image on the internet? It's Steven Spielberg laying down with the triceratops that's, mm-hmm. like, sick. And he's, like, laying down in front of it with, like, is it, is, does he have a gun in the photo? He's, like, just taking a picture he's with doing, one oh, of his he might have his, um, he might have his director's, what do you call that, the... Oh, like the framing? The um, eye, yeah, the... I have one. That? Up, up there. Do you really? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's it, not it, a collapsible one, but, What yeah. is it called? It's, like, it's a, like, it's, like, a lens so that they can, like, set up a shot. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like the length usually of the the camera, so they know mm-hmm. exactly how it's going to look in the yeah. final product. Anyway, so it's yeah, probably it's something him. like that. Yeah, it's him oh, yeah. in front of it, and people are like, "This guy, like, is like a poacher or whatever." Yeah, and, and it's always I could not believe that. Yeah, that and was like people a thing. are like, you know, like a horrible human being, Steven Spielberg, and people are like, "That's a fake dinosaur from the movie Jurassic Park." <laughs> like dinosaurs aren't real, guys. <laughs> That is real. Yeah. But good for uh, you. Yeah, like, for he's killing kidding. these endangered animals. <laughs> Just for his stupid movies. <laughs> but that's, yeah, but that's how I good, but that's how good that the, the dinosaurs are in that oh, movie. Honestly, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and that scene was also, like, one of the best, where um, What's-Her-Face is, like, laying against the belly as it rises and falls down mm-hmm. of the Triceratops. Loved it. I loved that scene. And it was a pretty the well. Poop. The tongue was a little bit, you know me and tongues. I, you love <laughs> Not them. the most convincing tongue, but um, tongues aren't ever convincing. Not really. No, ever. we've talked about that. They have to be wet. <laughs> they just—they never just look like ruins, digital or like fake adhesive. or plastic. None of them look right. I've never seen a convincing tongue. Actually, did we just see tongue. something? Yeah, we did see something. We saw something recently. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was. We don't watch a lot of things together, so no, we can't really. We don't watch anything together. <laughs> We're not in the same room. <laughs> I'm looking at Blu-rays. <laughs> what movie are we doing again? It's true. I'm on a headset. Uh, I'm in control. <laughs> that was a Jane Jackson reference. <laughs> Nasty voice. <laughs> I don't even have to know it's a Janet Jackson, Jackson reference to know it's a Janet Jackson reference. What have you done for me lately? Yeah, because okay. he keeps putting his hand to his ear as though he's wearing a Janet Jackson headset. <laughs> oh, I love this song. Now, my favorite rendition of this song, Fiona Apple. Holy shit. It is one of the best things. That's not who I was expecting you to say. She has a rendition of this song. I need uh, to hear it. Yeah, it's on my heavy rotation. It's on my <laughs> iTunes. I listen to that song a lot. I hope I heavy rotation it. is the name of your playlist. <laughs> heavy rotation. I, I Seriously, I love it. I think it's... I prefer it to this, which is... Good. Whatever. Know, I cares? love Catherine O'Hara. Sorry, I love you. But Fiona Apple kills it. <laughs> She slays it. Slays it completely. She takes all the thread out of your joints. Oh my goodness, it's morbid. That's all that she's being held together by thread. 
I know. <laughs> oh my goodness. Did you know? Now the cat there is. Um, Tell me about that cat. The same cat as uh, in uh, the short stop motion film Vincent that uh, Tim Burton did, which is a bonus feature on here. Hmm. I haven't seen it. Oh my god! It's so beautiful. Oh, it's so good. Well, I will. I like that cat. But yeah, Timmy. Timmy loves the uh, stoppies. He also likes the reoccurring stuff. Like, there's like an Ed Wood reference in this movie. There is. Yeah, like uh, the wrestler, whatever. Yeah. Person with the scars, right? It's in this movie. Oh. Did we pass it? Who Maybe. Knows? Keep keep your keep your papers peeled. There's a reference to that. Hey, there's a reference. Is pearl. there a reference to return Batman Returns in here? Too? God, there's. I mean, come on. Do you know? I mean, there, I, I like even say, in Beetlejuice. So Jack my Skellington sister, my my older the... sister, my older sister's not a nerd like me, not at all. So we were sitting there one day, and I had Batman Returns on, right? Okay. And she, it gets to that scene where he's doing the uh, camera movement, going into the uh, old abandoned theme park. Mm-hmm. Do you know where, like, and then down below the penguin, it's under the zoo. I think it's old Gotham Zoo. Do you know what I'm talking about? Sure. And how it, like, goes through the f- gate and it, the camera kind of travels and then it goes through the the rib cage thing and it has the music by Danny Elfman. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Anyway, my sister turns to me and she's like, this is directed by that Nightmare Before Christmas guy, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, well, oh, yes, look was. at you. Because <laughs> you really can tell a Tim Burton yeah. film. Well, not anymore. What was the most recent Tim Burton film? Sweeney Todd? Dumbo? Oh, I didn't see it. Ugh. I didn't know uh, that was him. I tried because I got the Disney Plus. <laughs> so I was like, oh, the Dumbo's on there. Let me watch the Dumbo. And I had to, I fast forward to the end just to see how it ended. <laughs> It was not good, and it was like about an hour and a half too long. <laughs> that was the longest fucking remake I've. I was like, Tim, you did the actual Dumbo movie in the first hour. You could have just ended it. Instead, you have a whole other hour and something minutes of Michael Keaton being freaking weird in a bad way. Yeah, I was not impressed with that at all. Sorry, Tim, and the the. CGI did not look good. No. Those elephants look terrible. You know they wanted him to do a CGI sequel to this? <gasps> Ew, gross. Yeah, he was like, nah. No. Man. What's with CGI? Stop you, it. You, well, it's cheaper, I assume. Probably. Or less time-consuming, Who cares? It's, it's not. And there's probably a lot more flexibility with changes. They also wanted to give Jack Skellington eyes. They probably thought it was really spooky. And you know what? As a child, I thought it was spooky. So? That's a point. But I also thought that... Um... Look at that! <laughs> <I love> that <laughs> so now you're going through all the kids getting yeah. their horrible gifts in real life. <laughs> yeah. They're the, the, so much the, fun. The kids of uh, Christmas Town. Well, who... well, this I would say this is the real world. Oh! Okay, and yeah, because they kidnapped. all the holidays go into the real world to give them the celebrations of their holidays. All right, that's does that fair. make sense? Yes, yes. But see, this is very yeah. They're right right calling the police. Like this whole suburban, mm-hmm. the cookie cutter town kind of 
Yeah, I like that. That's I I think that's a really good signature. That's something I really dig. Yeah, I really I like that. Too. Yeah, and they're looking over the cauldron. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, 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 which is separate from you. I have a headset. <laughs> I didn't know because you didn't put your, your hand up to your ear. I'm in control. Oh, stop it. And I love it. <laughs> <laughs> now they're trying uh-huh. to shoot him out of the sky. Yeah, yeah they're trying. Well, yeah, Jack, because, you know, Sandy Claus has been captured. And Jack Skellington is delivering the presents that he thinks are good gifts. Which are torturous, he horrible things. He genuinely thinks they're good gifts, but, you know, he's giving snakes that are eating Christmas trees. And, and they're trying to shoot him out of the sky, and he's like, they're celebrating! Yeah. And he's like, oh, watch it there, guys! You're gonna hit me! <laughs> <laughs> now Sally's trying to seduce Oogie Boogie with her also, leg. Also, that's a little... That's, like, a little much. That Her, her leg is, is uh... She's shaking her leg, her bare leg, through a through a hole in the wall. And uh, well, you know, I'm sorry, ma'am, but you you can't hide the truth. Ooh, from and kids. Oogie Boogie is into feet. He's for in sure. Feet. Little tiny dainty feet. He just feet. ripped that shoe off and is like tickling it. It's <clears throat> what? It's weird. Yeah. Also, I love that he who did the back voice of Oogie Boogie? Uh, not. Catherine O'Hara. <laughs> no, it's Julie Roberts. Yeah, I can see her doing Oogie Boogie's voice. Don't you dare. Stop it. No, you can't. I <laughs> sure can't. <laughs> Do you guys work on commission? Susan. Big mistake. <laughs> Huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> so, he's about to get blown out of the sky, and this is going to be my favorite moment. With that beautiful, complex camera movement. Why? Ken Page. Oh, no idea who that is. Never mind. Uh, did he do Slimer? No, he didn't do Slimer. Slimer didn't have a real voice. Here he goes. Wow. <laughs> I love that Jack says it is getting blown out of the sky. He's, he's committed to his role. <laughs> Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. As he's falling out of the sky on fire. <laughs> good job, Jack. Good job. Oh, Jackman's blown smithereens. You know, Ken Page was uh, King Gator in <coughs> All Dogs Go to Heaven. I don't think I've ever seen that. What? You would love that movie. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's been on while I've been in the room, but I could mm-hmm. not tell you anything that happened in that movie. My sisters, I think, liked it a lot. Oh. It just seemed like something you would really enjoy, so... Well... I, I love the uh, dirt on the police car. Oh, look at these kids crying about Santa Claus. Oh, Here it that's is. really sad. Here it is. Look at the complexity of this. Right here. This you're, right here. It's an audio podcast. Well, I know, but you're supposed to be watching too. I am watching. We got to so describe the camera it is spinning around, like I said, a three sixty shot, three sixty around the grave that Jack fell on when he got blown out of the sky, and he's gonna sing part of a song. 
while the camera spins around him. It's so good. Isn't that beautiful? Audience, you should totally watch this and look it up or something. I don't know. What do they do nowadays? Look at a GIF? I don't know. <laughs> look up for GIFs for... Uh, oh, just for... Really? I haven't done that for penises. <laughs> I should. I should definitely do that. <clears throat> anyway, so yeah, it took the guy uh, three months to do this Isn't particular shot. that what Tumblr shot. was for? Yeah. Yeah, so the, the shot is... Yeah, just what John said. He's sitting on a tombstone. And he's singing and he's moving and the camera is moving. But also that means everything is moving at once and people have to adjust it perfectly in sync. And one guy did this. One guy worked on this one. Well, you know. Three months. Three months of his life. And this, what? This is less than a minute long. Yeah. Yeah. How, all right. So how long do you think it normally takes for a second? Of uh, stop motion. Well, it's what thirty-five frames per second. Mm-hmm. How long Jeez. do you think it takes to set up a frame? I mean, it depends on how good you are at what you're doing. But I would say, for one second of footage, mm-hmm. and that's just to get it like fluid and even, you know, yeah, like to geez. do all thirty-five. Because you have to. If you ever, th- if you really sit down and watch one of these, like mm-hmm. really watch it, to think about like let's say Jack's outfit, which right now has been blown up, and there's strips of fabric hanging. Yeah, and they're flopping. And they're flopping around. You have to move every single one of those for every single frame that you're photographing. Yes. So that they move. So you're not just worried about like oh I have to change his head. You're like, well, I have to change his head, I have to move this, I have to move his fingers, I have to move his arm a little bit, I have to move the fabric a little bit, I have to move this. You have to do all of those things. So I would say it probably takes, well, just for one frame, Mm -hmm. I would say maybe 10 to 15 minutes for one frame. So to get a whole second, I don't know, multiply that, I don't have a calculator. Wait, 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 wait. That's, that's assuming they're doing 35 frames. They could probably get away with doing like 20. 20-something frames? Yeah. Well, how many frames per second is this? I don't even know. <laughs> I, on, I honestly thought about like clicking on the remote to see, but that's not how that works. <laughs> well, it's also a blue, Blu-ray high definition, so it probably has a different frame rate than was actually filmed. Like The Hobbit was filmed at a high frame rate, But you wouldn't actually see it on your Blu-ray that way. Right. You would see it at the typical 35 frames per second because it's being projected, quote unquote, that way. Well, animation is also different than live action. I would say 24 frames per second. 24 frames a second is for... An animated film, right? Yes. So I would say the same for stop motion. So 25 frames, and I would say it takes about 10 to 15 minutes for each frame. Oh, 30. What? Oh, is it 30? Uh-huh. 30 is the absolute max. Oh, maximum required. Most uh, professional stop motion rarely uses more than 24. Um, but some, a lot of stop motion will use 15. But I bet they did 30. I would, I would bet that they did 30 for this because it's so fluid. Fluid. 
<clears throat> and that's Which like was the only the impressive quality yeah. of this when it came out. Now, if you see any of the newer ones, like even Corpse Bride, which Tim did later, that one's even more fluid than this one was. I mean, that one's got gigantic breast bouncing. So, very impressive. What? I was always impressed by that. I was like, <laughs> Whoa, her breasts are bouncing. Nightmare Before Christmas did 24 frames. They're just good at their job. Good for them. Yeah. Look at them go. Look at them go, literally, right now. I mean, there <laughs> is a lot going on. This whole sequence, too, would be very... Yeah. I would the... not want to do this. Yeah, with Oogie Boogie uh -oh. moving around, all the spinning objects, the him Lighting. jumping around on the guns. Yeah, the flashing lights for everything. To get uh -oh. that all, like, synced up, like, woo! Uh, watch your strings there, Oogie! Uh-oh, Oogie, no! Oh, shit. Oh, your throat's good. Oh, gross! And into the blade. Yeah, and... Oh. Yeah, so Jack just took a loose thread on Oogie Boogie's body and put it in a, essentially, a fan so that it got tangled and Oogie Boogie now that lost would be, his that skin. would be, that's probably not stop motion. Yeah. Lost his flesh and now his bugs, his insides are everywhere. Because I guess he ate the bugs that the kids would sacrifice to him. Oh, you know, we, we didn't mention some of that. There are some actual live action shots. Not in the, in the way, not uh, actors. Gross. But like. Not um, like in the Dark Crystal where there's like people no, wearing the puppets. Or not wearing at all. costumes. I'm saying like there was a shot where uh, Sally had a spoon that had holes in it. Right. And they showed the liquid going through the holes. That was somebody just used the just prop like of the spoon action. and they just filmed it live. Okay. They didn't stop motion that yeah. particular scene. But it's little tiny details like that that were. Like right there when the bugs were falling into the fiery mm -hmm. shit. That was probably just a bunch of things being tossed into it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It wasn't yes. like, it wasn't stop motion. <clears throat> Although maybe it was. I don't know. I don't think so though. Hmm. Not for the way that it was looking or whatever. So you're just guessing. Anyway, did you ever calculate that? What? Do 15 minutes times... 24? 24. Okay. And see well, 15 times 2 is 30, so that would be... And... Yeah, I can't do that. I'm, that's math. 360. So 360... Minutes. Minutes. Uh, so, well, 360 divided by 60, that is... It's a long fucking hour? movie. No. <laughs> well, three hours is 180 minutes. Six hours. So it took six hours. Tech, I mean, if we're going to say that it took, what, 15 minutes to set up a shot? Yeah. One frame of a film and yeah. it's 24 frames per second so each second would have been six hours six hours for every second of film in this that's insane and I would love to make a stop motion film and this is literally the point where I'm like oh I don't know if I can do that <laughs> I mean you could like do I would love to design to like, uh, and direct it I don't know if I necessarily want only... to be the person filming it <laughs> I'd be Tim in this situation. 
You'd be like, like here's my puppets, yeah. here's my uh, script, here's my songs. Yeah, I present. This <laughs> I movie. present this movie directed by Toby Hooper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 uh, honestly, that would be me. I would do that, not to be rude or anything, but I, but I wouldn't also put my name on it like this. I wouldn't say Tim Burton's. Or John's Nightmare Before. I would just say <laughs> you would just. I would just like, say the night before. You Christmas. would just go as John, like Prince or Madonna. Can you imagine a John? Just John. Yeah, no, that would really like screw with the rest of the like world's name ecosystem. Yeah, like, I'm not gonna like, be famous. Just be John. called John, and people. I actually have thought about this because John. I used to go by John Christian S for my art, but I don't really do that anymore. I know that's how you are on my phone. So you're, I do that way on my phone because you added me. Yeah, or you added yourself. Well, I was very phone. specific for a long time, and yeah. now I just don't care. And I honestly don't know what I would credit my art or my work to anymore. I have no idea. Hmm. I honestly think that in modern days, I should just use my at name. At Yeti Complex. Okay. And I think that would be a thing. Just like JS Yeti. No, no, no. I'm just saying at If you had a... Yeti if Complex. you had a... What's this? What are these? I don't know what you're doing. Oh, fragrance. Yeah. If you had a... <laughs> <laughs> we just did charades. That was a, a complicated charade. <laughs> that's, that's Cell Animator right there. Oh, for sure. Directed by Henry Selleck. Good job. Good job, right and Henry. Center. Oh. Good motherfucking job. And good job, Danny Elfman. Yeah, music, music and lyrics. lyrics. They had to start shooting before the script was finished. I'm not surprised. So, like, music and lyrics, Danny Elfman, you did a lot of the load. <laughs> he really did. It really worked. Yeah. This it film worked so well. Mm. Yeah. It did. It had to have been done around his music. I would say that's probably true. Unless he had some garbage songs that they tossed out, but like, <clears throat> Stanley Elfman. Yeah, I don't know if there was any cuts or any kind of, I don't know. I've never looked at most special features on here. I have no idea what they what are. You, you have like such a special, specialized set. Yeah, I do. I usually, <laughs> honestly with this, You're I just usually just watch John. the um, Vincent. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Frank and Weenie. But Frank, this not the Frank and Weenie that we all know about nowadays, which is the stop motion mm-hmm. feature. Frank and Weenie was originally a short live action film. Oh, gross. Did you know that? And I Shelley Duvall played his mom. Ooh. Yeah, that's Olive right. Oil? Yeah. His not dad was uh, the guy from Home Alone, the tall thief. Okay. Uh, that the was wet his bandit. Dad, the wet bandit. There you go. Um, yeah, but Vincent, the short animated feature, stop motion animated feature, was about a, a morbid kid outcast named Vincent that, his name was Vincent Malone, but he wanted to be like Vincent Price, and the whole film is narrated by Vincent Price. There was something I read about talks about Vincent Price being a... Oogie Boogie. That would have been cool. Like like an option that didn't pan out. Well, he would have passed away. Well, right around maybe, this time, I think. Maybe that's what happened. Seriously? Yeah. Because I think, because uh, he did, um, Edward Scissorhands, I think, might have been one of the last things he did. Like, on screen. 
he played the uh, the scientist that created Edward, and he died before his hands were finished. That's why he has scissor hands, which didn't really make any sense. But let's just go with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so you, you didn't give him his hands, but you decided scissors were a good idea. Just in the meantime, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that didn't make any kind of sense. Never could figure that out. But you know what? We go with it because maybe he maybe maybe the scissor hands were specialized hands <clears throat> so that he could trim the hedges. I mean, that's what he ended up doing because he needed a job, right? Well, but maybe maybe he was good at it because that's what he. Those were her special. Those were his specialty gloves. Yeah, but I'm saying like, did you ever see the movie? Yes, it was filmed in Loops. Yeah, I know my town. But I'm saying. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It's fine. Like I said, we're suspending our disbelief. So that's what I'm saying. We we have to just go with it. Um, so there is a little. There is a little. Uh, I believe there's a little thing at the end of this. Okay. I believe there's a bonus. While we wait for that, what would thing. you recommend? I would. Re- oh, jeez, Louise, that's a heavy question. What would I recommend? What would I, what, what would I recommend? I mean, any of the follow, the, 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 the features that Tim did later, stop motion wise, like Corpse Ride would be a good one. Okay. Frank and Weenie was a very good one. Um, but I kind of don't want to do one of those. If you, if you go backwards, we could recommend like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Absolutely. I would recommend that. And the holidays are coming up. So is that your recommend? I think so. Yeah, absolutely. Because I kind of love that one. Even though it's not as like sophisticated as this one, it's still, you know, they did it. They did it. It was fine. And that was a tradition. You know, just like this is for me on Halloween's. Oh, it doesn't. You know on what I'm thinking of? James and the Giant Peach. <gasps> James they and the have, Giant Peach is so good. They have a little uh, scene at the end. I'm sorry. It was the wrong film. But, <laughs> sorry. That's fine. James and the Giant Peach is really good. Yes. That would be a good recommend. Yeah. But I, I honestly, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flip the script. I'm going to recommend something that might be hard to find. <laughs> because I'm that guy. Uh, Street of Crocodiles by the Brothers Quay, or the Quay Brothers. You're always talking about these Quays. I fucking love them. Uh, But the Street of Crocodiles, you could probably Google it. It might be on the internet somewhere. Okay. So I would recommend that. Um, If it's illegal how you found it, uh, you know. Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, (laughs) But you can buy it on Blu-ray. It's on Blu-ray. It's on uh, DVD as well. Uh, so you could go those channels if you want to indulge in some beautiful Sorry. stop motion uh, filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Their collections are brilliant. But if not, I think you could probably find it online. I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube or Daily without Motion Santa or Claus. something. Year Without Santa Claus. I change it. Oh, there you go. Year Without That's Santa it. Claus because this is also a year without Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. You're, well, he does show up at the end of Save the Day. Does he do that in the other one? Yes. <laughs> oh. Oh, wait, have you not you seen know, Santa has to do that a lot. Yeah, he's always saving the day. Have you seen A Year Without Santa Claus? The, I don't know. The one with uh, the heat miser and the snow miser? Oh, yes, 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 yes I have, yes. <clears throat> uh, so, yeah, that's it. Right on. So, bye. Yeah, toodles, Mr. Jim.